From the Rose Garden is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Jason, did you know you could get Blazer tickets cheaper if you wait until right before the game starts? I did, David, but tell me more. <laughs> well, Game Time tracks the prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers and then shows you all the last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million people have downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. And it's not just Blazer tickets. You can get tickets across all major leagues, all teams, theater, music, whatever you want to see. It's very easy. Only two taps to check out. So head to the App Store or the Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Welcome to the Thursday edition of From the Rose Garden. I'm your host, Dave DeFord, joined by my co-host, Jason Quick. Long time no speak, Jason. <laughs> it doesn't feel that way, David. But... Uh, ooh. <laughs> I, bet it, I bet this has been a long week for the Blazers already, and it's only Thursday. We said the other day that we were both worried if they had dropped that, that Hawks game. That yeah. we were going to be having an emergency podcast. Well, Sasha, we Sasha, yeah, Sasha, we got to get those sirens going because uh, at four and eight, losing back to back to the Sacramento Kings and the Toronto Raptors. Oh, the, by the way, I should say the Toronto Raptors who were missing three starters, and the Kings who were missing their two best players in De'Aaron Fox <laughs> and uh, Marvin Bagley. Right. Uh, and we, the Blazers are one and five at home, and they're about to go on a six-game road trip to San Antonio, Houston, Milwaukee. Ugh, it's not looking good, Dave. Is it time to panic? Well, I think if you're a fan, yes. Inside the locker room last night after the Toronto loss, to a man, the Blazers were not all that worried. And it was almost comical. It was... I don't want to say it was funny, but it was uh, it was notable and surprising how calm and how confident this team still is. Uh, you know, a lot of that is Lillard. He's an eternal optimist. He's always thinks that things are going to turn around. But actually, he was probably the most stern of any of the players uh, that I talked to after the game. But Baysmore, Hood, McCollum, they all feel like this team is still close to turning it around, that they just need to be better at the close of games and that they still have the personnel to get hot and to kind of right this ship. Now, I understand Blazer fans who will shake their hand, heads and say, we haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet either. I mean, this team defensively, I think is is really concerning. They're they're getting killed at power forward, and they're losing the rebounding battle almost nightly, and it, it's killing them at at key moments. They just can't find a lineup that is big enough to hold off these teams. And last night we saw it uh, against Toronto during a 
the game was tied 94 at 94 and uh, Toronto went on a 14 to nothing run. And kind of the backbreaker was a possession where they got three shots. So two offensive rebounds, then uh, Siakam hits a jumper. That's with four minutes left and fans started filing for the exits. And that very, very rarely happens in Portland, but that's kind of an indication of where fans are at. They're frustrated and uh, they're really let down with this start. But the players said, hey, we understand that the fans, they had high expectations. Nobody saw this coming, but be patient with us. It's going to come around. Well, we're at the Nasir Little in the starting lineup point of the season. Yeah. And that's not good. No. Uh, four starting power forwards so far, 12 games into the season. And, you know, part of that's because Zach Collins went down with injury. But a large part of that is because Anthony Tolliver and Mario Hazonia have not been good enough. And to Nasir Little's credit, you know, he's 19. A rookie was supposed to be a project. I don't think the team had any indication of playing him uh, this season, but he got the start, played 23 minutes, and Terry Stotts was effusive in his praise of Nasir Little last night. He was and good. Terry Stotts, yeah, Terry Stotts never compliments players. Yeah, I mean, he very reluctantly gives out praise. He's very careful about what he says, but uh, he was borderline effusive in his praise of Nasir Little, and you know, actually, he was the best defender against Siakam last night. Yeah. Um, yet he wasn't in there in the key stretch of the game. So uh, it was curious. But I, I think now it's safe to say that this is Nasir jo- Little's job to lose. I think he's going to start against San Antonio. Uh, he's probably going to be matched up against Aldridge. And, you know, it's going to be a trial by fire for Nasir Little. But the thing that everyone can see and that Stotts really pointed out was you just feel his energy. You see him, he's crashing the boards, he's cutting to the hoop and he has that little bit of life. He's really raw offensively. He's out of position sometimes defensively, but he just brings uh, some energy. And that's what I think this team needs. It needs some life in there right now. and, And he's bringing that. Yeah. Uh, just to correct you, I think he'll, he'll probably be guarding Trey Lyles. Oh, okay, yeah, because LaMarcus is playing center now. Yeah, he's playing center, yeah. Yeah. So um, a little bit easier. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's any consolation. Yeah, but again, like, this is not a good development for this team. I mean, maybe it winds up in the long run being a good thing to get this young guy some minutes, and and maybe you find another guy who's a rotation player. But why isn't isn't Kent Bazemore playing more? That's a good question. I know he's not shooting well, but... You know, I, I, this is a, an actual professional basketball player who's at a minimum a rotation player on a team that could could use a guy to, you know, that can actually play basketball for 30 minutes. He's at 22 minutes last night. And then against the Kings, he actually did play 33 minutes against the Kings. I don't know why I thought it was less, but it felt like less. Yeah, he's he's been caught in this little weird space with he's sharing time with Rodney Hood or Anthony Simons and Simons has seen a big spike in his playing time because he's earned it. And then hood last night came back. He hood didn't play against Sacramento. Uh, and that's why you saw Baysmore's minutes spike up, right. but you know, he's caught in the middle of two guys who are playing well. There, there's three guys on the Blazers who have performed at or above expectations this year. 
Damian Lillard, Anthony Simons, and Rodney Hood. And Bazemore is uh, his sweet spot is right in there where Simons and Hood plays. So he's been kind of the guy getting pinched out. But I agree, Dave. I think there's got to be a way where Bazemore and Hood play at the same time. I think Stotts will eventually get to that. I asked Stotts uh, before last night's game if he's considered starting Hood at the four and Bazemore at the three. And he said he doesn't really like that. He feels like it's too small to start a game, and he doesn't want to use Scal Labissier at power forward either because he needs him for backup center. But he does say that he will use that lineup at times throughout the course of a game, using Hood at power forward and and Bazemore at small forward. I think it's their best lineup. Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. Hood is bigger than, than Nasir Little. Uh, taller, not big. Yeah, not as not as thick. Okay. Nasir is a physical specimen. Yeah, I mean he's got a big booty on him. He's uh, thick and muscular, and I, I I don't know what they list him at. I think he looks like he's about two thirty. Yeah, I mean he's a yeah. he's a big boy. And well, Jason, if you want to if you want to get a big booty, there's an easy way to do it with DoorDash. <laughs> Hey, if you're just feeling lazy, right? You had a long day at work. You were sitting behind <laughs> your your laptop all night, staying up till 3 a.m., and you don't want to do anything. Guess what? DoorDash has you covered. Go to DoorDash. Go to your favorite restaurant, which is you know all over town, and uh, you don't have to leave your house. Ordering is very easy. Just open the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food gets delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite pizza place already on DoorDash. But over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities. So you might be able to try some new stuff too. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you down the, download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code BLAZERS. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the promo code BLAZERS. Can you imagine that, Dave? You wouldn't even have to miss a play of the Blazer game. That's right. You could see the whole thing. Call DoorDash. You know, one of the things that I really like about the DoorDash app, because I, I have a dog, I have dogs, I get an alert on my phone when they're walking to the door. Ah. So I can actually meet them outside. There, that's a little uh, real life experience there with the DoorDash app, which is actually really good. Um, so, all right. Dame had his first bad game of the season. Yeah. Against the Raptors. You know, he only nine points, two of 12 from the field, really like just struggled quite a bit. Did have 10 assists, but struggled. And and this is a team, you know, they're just not good enough to make up for the nights that Dame struggles. CJ's not there yet. He did have 19 in that game, but he's not he's not carrying the load that we're used to getting out of CJ. Dame look a little tired to you. He didn't. But Toronto really put him through the ringer. Uh, They threw a ton of guys at him. Uh, for the second time this season, we saw a box and one. Brooklyn used it. Toronto used it last night. So teams are really, you know, gearing up to stop him and get the ball out of his hands and to make things tough on him. And I think with their length and their physicality, man, Toronto is a physical team. They get up in you and they play s- some pretty solid D. I-, I think that's the best D that the Blazers have seen this year in 12 games. And I, I think Toronto came into the game ranked fifth in, in defensive efficiency. So 
they made it tough on him. But, you know, a lot of people are asking me about Lillard and his stamina right now. He's playing a career high in minutes. I think he was leading the league in minutes. Yeah, he, he and CJ are one and two. Yeah, he's been asked multiple times, at least three times this year, of where he's at stamina-wise. And he says, I'm fine. And, and he's emphatic when he says that. He's a very highly conditioned athlete. And the thing is, with with the Blazers and with uh, Lillard, they get him rest. Today, the team is completely off. Friday, they'll practice, but he won't go through any physical exertion. Uh, you know, Stoss just kind of pretty much lets him hang out on the sidelines. And that's that's the way the Blazers – that's the Blazers' form of load management is they have him – kind of rest during practices where they don't kind of exert him outside of games. So combined with his conditioning and the way that they handle off days and practices, uh, Lillard says, I'm feeling great. I, I, I feel fine. The question of course is, you know, 70 games down the road, how is his body feeling? Is he going to be still fresh? That's going to be the big question. But as of right now, uh, there are no no concerns. Um, but if if he looked anything last night, I, I think it was just the exertion of going through all the waves of d- defense that Toronto threw at him and all the physical bodies that they threw at him. I, I think that took a toll, but I don't think he was gassed or winded. Yeah, the minutes are a concern. And by the way, you know, j- just so that I, I can add some context, Toronto was very good. I think Toronto can make the finals. I I don't I wouldn't feel too bad about that loss coming off the second night of a back-to-back, losing to a very good team and it was pretty close. I wouldn't feel too awful about that. The only issue is that they also lost to the Kings the night before. Yeah. That's why it's so troubling because and like you mentioned at the start about to have a six-game road trip with some games that are going to be really tough. I mean, San Antonio's not playing well right now. But they've already beaten Portland once this year. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's the defense that I think they have to really be concerned about. And that was really exposed in the Sacramento game where they cut it to five. They know they needed defensive stops uh, late in the fourth quarter. And Sacramento just broke them down and got easy hoop after easy hoop uh, with the game on the line. And, And good teams just don't allow that to happen. You see... You know, I watched the Philadelphia-Cleveland game the other night, and Cleveland outplayed Philadelphia, I felt, for the, almost the entire game. But when the game was on the line, Philadelphia stepped up their defense. They got stops when they had to get stops, and they ended up winning the game by one. That's what good teams do. When they don't have their A game on a given night, they are still able to beat lesser teams because they're able to pull out stops when they need it. And Portland hasn't shown that ability at any time this season really and so i think that's got to be a concern as they head into this six game trip definitely where's the defense going to come from who's going to step up you know i want to say hassan whiteside but i i just don't see it out of him uh i think he's okay at times when you need to block a shot when a guy's in his kind of zone but he's not i've been really surprised how little he makes an impact on the team's defense he doesn't alter very many shots he's not in the picture a lot 
And I feel like guys just kind of go right at him and are able to score. You know, I, I have to raise my hand and, and, and take some blame. I, I really thought this guy was better. And I bought into uh, the notion that he was going to be an impact player for the Blazers. And boy, I didn't do my homework. You know, I, I've watched him casually throughout the years, but not closely enough because uh, I've been really taken back by just how little he impacts games. I think you can see the ability. I mean, he's got a, a huge body. And at times when he exerts himself, you can see where he can really impact a game. And he has at times this year in spots. You know, he, he's had a couple good games. But on the whole, his whole body of work, he's not impacting the defense as much as I thought he would. And so to answer your question, how are they going to do it? I don't know. Because when they do get stops, like last night in the fourth quarter, close game with Toronto, they get a stop, but they can't get the rebound. And then they get another stop, and they can't get the rebound on the same possession. And then eventually you give teams in the NBA that many uh, opportunities, they're going to score. And that's just backbreaking when you're playing good defense for the entirety of the clock. You get a shot, it's a stop, but you can't get the rebound. And they can't get the rebound because they're over or they're undersized against nearly every team. So until they either get Gasol healthy or bring in another player, I, I don't see how this team is going to uh, consistently be able to rebound and get stops. Well, you're looking to sell Whiteside stock, and I'm looking to buy some shoes on StockX. <laughs> Millions of people, Jason, are already using StockX to find everything after it sells out, which is extremely annoying, right? Uh, some new sneaker comes up on, on the sneakers app, and you can't buy it because you're not sitting at your phone just waiting. And that's where StockX comes in handy. If you want to get the new Air Jordan 1 Fearless UNC Chicago, it's the only place you can find it. And StockX allows users to buy and sell pre-owned, excellent condition, luxury handbags, watches. But we all know that we're looking for the shoes. I'm actually looking right now. Have you, Do you know those Bape uh, Dame 4s, the camo ones? Jason, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those things is. are so sweet. And I have wanted a pair since they came out. I'm staring at them right now. And the lowest price is 275 bucks on StockX. It's fantastic. If you want in on the hype, Go to StockX.com slash B-Ball for a surprise offer that's not going to be around long. Jason, I think they need to make a trade. Yeah. I know that Neil is saying that he's not going to and doesn't want to. I don't think he said that. Neil has said he is not going to make a free agent signing right now. Okay. I, I think, you know, come December 15th when a lot more guys enter the pool where they can make a trade, then I think – he'll look at that very seriously but it's the free agent they have an open roster spot right now and it's you know the the move right now to bring in a free agent and plug him in that final roster spot he is not a fan of that one because you ruin your flexibility but two uh the tax implications and three there's not a lot of uh attractive guys out there if you're not on an nba roster right now at this time of the season there's a reason. It's usually that you can't play. So that's why he was saying that, that no, we're not going to go that route in filling this void right now. I think they're going to have to wait until December 15th. 
or Apple. Okay. I want to do some free word association with you, and I want your initial response as it pertains to to this team. Are you ready? Oh, I'm nervous, David. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> no way. He doesn't fit. He doesn't add some scoring punch and they some need rebounding. They defense, Dave. They need defense. <laughs> oh, so then you also would not be interested in one Joe Johnson. No. <laughs> uh, what is it? Is this a com? Are you trying your stand-up comedy out I am, right now? Or what? I am. You got to come with something better. I am. I What I'm doing is I'm throwing out the names of people that people keep giving to me as possible uh, blazer, like, Players that are available that can help the Blazers. Joakim okay. Noah is the one guy that you could say, okay, maybe. But I, I mean, I, honestly, I don't, I don't see it happening. It's not going to happen. And I wish I could tell you more why, but it, it's just not. Oh, is it okay? Uh, at, like, and then you look at the rest of the guys. Like Kenneth Reed isn't going to help the defense. Like, they, no. Again, all the names that people mention, they do not solve the problems that this team has fundamentally which is all about the defense and this is you know the conundrum with with Whiteside you've got this gigantic dude making a lot of money and he just isn't impacting w- the the areas that you need him to not consistently yeah and so i guess where we've arrived is we need Pal Gasol to come back yeah but even then you know how much is he going to play and and really if you're it's like the Nasir Little thing. Are, are you really now banking your season being saved by a 39-year-old Pau Gasol? That's not a great option either. <laughs> I you know, agree. I think they wanted him to be like a 12 to 15-minute uh, fill-in guy, you know, and then off the court be a real impact from a mentorship leadership standpoint, uh, but be able to be play that three or four minutes in the fourth quarter uh, and, and be kind of a stopgap while guys get a rest. But you don't want to be basing your, you know, saving your season by Pal Gasol coming back. That's again, you're, you're, you're in dire, dire situation when you're hoping that's going to save your season. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I will say this though. He, he tends to thrive in the aggressive drop back scheme that, that yeah. Portland uses. He, he, does block a lot of shots just through length and and good positioning. And so maybe that that helps. You know, like he will affect shots. But Any, again, anybody will help right now. Let's, yeah. I mean, let's be serious. Yeah. Pau Gasol is older than me, though. Like, I just let's throw, throw that out there, right? <laughs> Pau is older than I am. Yeah. And has a messed up foot. So not, not the best. All right. I, <laughs> we, we've gone to a dark, dark place. <laughs> Jason, I'm going to see you tomorrow night. I'm I'm excited. Two nights, uh, Saturday night or Friday. No, night. no, no. I'm going to see you Friday it night. Is tomorrow night, yes. Yeah. See, this is I the think life. We're going to get some beers, David. I'm hoping I, we get some beers. I think I think we're going to. Yeah. Well, I, I, I need to get you to loosen up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so like uptight. Just don't know how to have fun. Well, your <laughs> wife's in the military, right? See, I feel like you got a little oh, bit of that military. No, she doesn't have any of that. She's a dentist. Let's oh. you know. Let's not. Uh, Let's not conflate things. It's not like she's like a fighter pilot or anything. Um, all right. That's going to be. I'm going to look for, forward to it, Dave. Uh, yes. We're, it's we're going to really be gonna, a good time. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you some backstories. Yeah. Well, about. I can't wait. Uh, I got some secret stuff to tell you, too, that I found out this week, which, you know, people listening on the podcast now are going to be very annoyed not to hear. But 
that's it for uh, for today's show. We'll be back. Uh, I think we're going to do a post-game show after the Spurs and Blazers with Matt Tynan, who is the uh, Spurs beat writer for The Athletic. So look forward to that either Sunday or Monday on it's this gonna feed. It's going to be the episode where the Blazers turn things around, Dave. Hey, it, it might be because <laughs> San Antonio has been really, really bad. So, um, But if the Blazers lose, yikes. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon.